Hi guys, and welcome back to Be The Main Character podcast with Bianca, and happy 2023. It's officially 2023. How exciting. I just thought I should fill you guys in on the word I chose for 2023 because we had talked about in the last episode getting ready for the new year and how every year I try to find a word that encompasses my goals and aspirations for the year. And my word for this year is embrace. I was trying to think of something along the lines of going with the flow, being more adaptable, taking more chances, going on more experiences and and adventures. And so I was thinking and embrace came to mind. Embracing change, embracing a new year, embracing more memories. And that is going to be the center of my vision board. So that's very exciting and I'm so curious what you guys picked for your words. I did my little reset the other day, my cleaning reset and taking all my Christmas decorations down and I also did my journaling prompts last night, went through my year, went through my goals for January, my goals for the year. It was a great time. I also got a sunset lamp for Christmas from one of my brothers and let me just say it has changed the freaking game. I love that thing. I'm a sucker for aesthetic lighting or just fun lighting in general. Um, I have a starlight lamp and then I also have the sunset lamp and I love both of them. They're just so good. And the thing I love about the sunset lamp is that I can see while I'm reading and journaling because the starlight lamp that I have isn't bright enough for me to be able to see to read and to journal. But the two of them combined is perfect. I can see, I can read. It's a great time. I am so excited for this episode. So we are going to be talking about things I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey. So a little background on my fitness journey, and I've talked about this before. I have always been super involved in fitness, health and wellness. I grew up on it with both of my parents competing in figure and bodybuilding while I was growing up and also just being an athlete my whole life. I was very aware of foods I was putting in my body, how I was taking care of my body, and I'm really grateful and lucky to be able to say that I have never struggled with my relationship with food or my body image. Even growing up watching my mom as a figure competitor, it's still, she never instilled in me that it was the utmost important. And I'm so grateful now being grown up and seeing how many women and men struggle with body image and their relationship with food that I can proudly say that I don't have that and I'm really grateful. So like I said, I've been an athlete my entire life. In high school, I was a varsity athlete from freshman year to my senior year. I was captain of um, my cheerleading team and my track team my junior and senior year for track and my senior year for cheerleading. And when I did go to college, I was on a D1 cheerleading team for the semester that I was at college before I came home. After I came home from school, I decided that I was going to go to the gym because it made me feel good. I learned to love the muscles I had and watch my body get stronger and healthier and watch how much it transformed me mentally as well. And it's four years later and I 
still love the gym the same way. It has just become so routine now, though, that it's not even something I really think about. It has just become a part of my lifestyle, and I'm so grateful for it because it's kept me sane all these years. When I was just starting out in the gym, I wish I had this podcast just to listen to before I started such a new journey in the gym. So I hope this helps you if your New Year's resolution or goal for this year is to get into the gym. That is amazing. I am not one to ever shame people for going to the gym at the start of a new year. And don't let TikTok, social media, society tell you that it's not okay to go to the gym during a new year, that you're taking up space from the the people that are there all year. That's absolutely false. And anyone that thinks that is not a real person in the gym. They just aren't because people in the gym don't care about stuff like that. They don't care about a crowded gym. Like obviously, yeah, it's nice when occasionally you get into the gym and it's emptier than usual. You have a little bit more space than usual. Of course, that's always nice. But I was in the gym today, for example, it's January 2nd and there was definitely more people in my gym and I was like, oh, this is awesome. One, because it's a newer gym and two, it's New Year's time and a lot of people also had off today. So it was a little bit more full and honestly, it was fine. I was, I'm was i always so grateful to see more people in the gym. That just means more people are ready to take care of their health and wellness. And I know how much the gym changed me and especially mentally. And if anyone else can feel that this year, I want that for them so bad. So I have, if, if that's your goal and if people are making you nervous, don't let them. And that's going to be one of the first things I talk about. No one at the gym actually cares about you. They are most of the time more concerned with their own workout. They don't care what you're wearing. They don't care if you're lifting 5-pound dumbbells or 20-pound dumbbells. They're so focused on their own workout, their own form, if they're filming themselves. Whatever the case may be, they are, I'm telling you, way more focused on themselves. And I say this because I've been in the gym before when I've been faced the other direction or faced slightly away from someone that's about to bail on chest press, for example, and I don't even notice, um, which is kind of scary. But there was someone either. I'm just thinking about this one time that I was at the gym and I was slightly turned away from someone, and their friend was close enough that they saw it happening. This guy was about to bail on his bench, but he couldn't get it up, and no one was around him or spotting him. And then all of a sudden, his friend ran to the rescue, and you could just hear the bar just slam down. And I looked over, and I was close enough to him that I could have done the same, but I just didn't realize That's how much I was in my own little world, and I'm always in my own little world at the gym, as are many other people, because this is time for their peace, this is time to connect with themselves, this is their time to develop themselves, and they really aren't that concerned about what is going on around them. Not to say that you can't meet friends and meet people at the gym and that people aren't going to talk to you or approach you hopefully in a nice way. I'm just saying that for the most part, people are there to work on themselves and develop themselves and they're not really concerned with much else. Okay, the busiest time at the gym is the post nine to fivers. So from five to 7.30, that's gonna be the busiest time at the gym. So if you are a little bit intimidated or if you're a little nervous about going to the gym when it's super busy, and if you can, either go early in the morning or if you work the night shift, depending on the hours you work, just try to avoid that time if you can. If you can't and you need to go during the busiest time, that's okay. You are allowed to take up your space just as much 
as the person benching 400 next to you. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It matters that you also have a membership at this gym. You pay to go to this gym and you are here in the gym. You deserve the space just as much as anyone else. So don't ever feel like you're a burden in the gym because you are not. Do not let anyone make you feel like that. Next one, and I feel so strongly about this. If you've followed me on Instagram for a long time, you know this. Progress pictures over the scale always, okay? Now listen, the scale can be a very great tool. I'm not taking away from the scale because I do use the scale occasionally to track progress, but I always do the scale and progress pictures hand in hand. And if the scale is something you step on daily or something you do too often, you think your day revolves around the scale, that scale determines your mood, it determines your week, it determines what you're going to eat for that day. The scale is not a good tool for you at that point if you're using it in an unhealthy way. So I highly recommend progress pictures because when I first started my fitness journey, I gained weight and looked better. And the only reason I knew I gained weight was because I gained muscle. When I first started going to the gym, I didn't go on a scale ever. I took progress pictures and I'm so glad I did because they show so much more than a scale will majority of the time because if you are consistently progressively overloading in the gym with strength training, you are most likely going to gain weight because you're going to be gaining muscle and muscle is weight. So you're going to be heavier and if you were to just determine your progress over the scale and just associate the number on the scale going down with good progress, then you would lose out on the fact that you're gaining muscle, that you're becoming more toned, that you're lifting heavier, that the progressive overload is working. And that would all be lost because you'd be so hyper-focused on the scale that you wouldn't even recognize that. But when you're taking progress pictures and you can see front, side, back, of what you look like month to month or, you know, every three weeks, every two weeks, whatever it is, that's an amazing show of progress and you're going to feel so elated and happy to look back at that. And with this, you can also take measurements. So you can take measurements of your waist, your chest, etc. You can look those up and do your measurements, write those down in a notebook, and like I said, take a step back from the scale. If you are someone that doesn't have a terrible relationship with the scale, you can use the scale as a tool for sure, but I honestly highly recommend stepping on the scale at most once every two weeks, and that's at the most. I really would recommend, and what I do personally is once a month if I'm tracking my weight, which is not all year round. I don't track my weight all year round. Like right now, couldn't tell you how much I weigh. Overall, I just think progress pictures are so rewarding. When you get to look at the timestamp and look at a month later, look at three months later, and just watch how your habits that you created truly changed your body and also changed more than just the scale. Okay, next one is doing random workouts day to day is not helping your progress. There are so many tools, videos, apps, programs out there now on TikTok, Instagram, wherever, and I think this is great because so many people post workouts for free. 
100% free. Yeah, maybe they're making a small commission off what they're wearing or what they're drinking, whatever. But most of those workouts you can look up on TikTok and someone will post their entire split that they use every single day for a week. Now, with that being said, if you if you follow that person's split to the T, you are not going to look like them. I don't care if you do the workout for six months, a year. Our bodies are not made the same. You are not going to look the same as the person that created that workout. Now, am I saying you're not going to get results from that workout? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you are not going to look identical to the person that created it. And I think that's very important to realize so that we don't play the comparison game. But doing random workouts every day, week to week, doing one leg workout this week, and oh, I saw a new leg workout, I'm going to do this one this week instead. Instead of picking your core movements, sticking with those, and applying progressive overload week to week, you're not going to see the results you want to see because you're switching it up too often and your muscles aren't being trained in the same way day to day. Think about it like this. I'm going to use track as an example because it was the first thing that came to mind. If you're a sprinter in track, if you run the 100 meter, the 200 meter, okay, those are sprints. And you also run the two miles. If you train running sprints for one week and then doing distance the next week and then going back to sprints, that would never work. You would have to pick one and get really good at one. And doing both really wouldn't benefit you. Yeah, with speed work, you can do distance of speed work, but you're never going to do a ton of distance work to build up your endurance for a sprint because it's just not the same. And it's the same thing applies to fitness. So doing random things week to week is just, it's just like a practice. It's not going to get better. And then you're going to be frustrating and looking at all these people that you're following on TikTok or Instagram saying, I'm doing these workouts, but I don't know why they're not working. And it's because you don't have a routine and that's why your muscles aren't responding the way they should because you're not doing the same thing week to week. Now, I'm not saying that when you see a new movement, you really want to try, let's say it's a leg day and you want to add in B-stance um, deadlifts. I'm not saying adding that one movement in and being like, you know what, wow, I really like this, I really feel it, I really think I could see the benefit of it, but keep that in there for the next six weeks, for the next eight weeks, for the next three months, and see what it does for you. See if your muscle responds to it the way it should. That's okay. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying doing a full workout that's different every single week. And I realize I'm using the term progressive overload a lot. Let me break down what that is. If you don't know what it is, that's totally okay. So progressive overload is when you stick to that same routine week to week. And over time, you have your reps and your sets. So your reps is the amount you do and then the sets is how many times you do it. So let's use shoulder press, for instance. If I do eight reps, meaning I do a shoulder press eight times, times three sets, that means I'm going to do eight shoulder presses three times with a break in between each set. That's what I'm saying. So then let's say you do shoulder press for, th um, let's say you do it for a month. You've done it at the same month consistently and you do your eight reps, they feel really good, you don't struggle by the end, and now it's time to bump up the weight. So you go from doing a 20-pound shoulder press to now doing maybe a 22.5 shoulder press. 
until it becomes, you know, easy again or where it's becoming, you don't feel a challenge in it. Okay, now you're going to bump up to 25 pounds. That's progressive overload and that is going to take time. It's supposed to. That's why it's progressive. Fitness is not a sprint, okay? It is not a sprint. It takes time. It takes years. It takes trial and error to figure out what works for your body. So just enjoy the process, trust the process, and learn to fall in love with the process because you're going to look back in a few months or a year and you're going to be like, you know what? I'm so proud of this journey I took myself on because look at me now. Look what I've learned now. And then a year from then, you're going to learn even more and you're going to feel the same exact thing. And in the same breath as that, let's talk about the next one. More movements doesn't equal better results, okay? Doing 13 different exercises in one gym session does not mean that you trained your muscles any better than sticking with four to six solid movements and doing the same workout, targeting the same muscles. More movements... Let's take legs, for example. I know a lot of people love to, or you know what? I hate training legs, but a lot of people want to grow their glutes, and I, I understand that. Some people think that doing every glute exercise, every quad exercise, every deadlift variation they see in the book is going to equal a better workout because they just did so much more. When really, if you conserved that energy into those four to six movements and did heavier weight and put more thought and energy into those four to six movements, you'll see better results and you won't be so fatigued and feeling so dead after because you just spread your energy into 13 different movements that probably you didn't give your all in every single movement because you did too many and it was too strenuous. And piggybacking off of that, a 30 to 45 minute workout is just as efficient, if not more efficient, than an hour and 30 to two hour workout. I made this mistake when I first started going to the gym and my parents were like, what are you doing at the gym? How are you possibly spending two hours at the gym? This is insane. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just having the best time ever. I don't know what you're talking about. And coming from them who were, you know, they did their prep, they did bodybuilding, they did figure, and they would do two, like a 45-minute cardio session and a 45-minute lift session. Coming from that, where they had the 45-minute mentality, I was like, how can you possibly do a workout in 45 minutes? And now that I've been in the gym for a while, my workouts tend to be around 45 to 55 minutes, with my leg days typically being the longest because I'm the most fatigued on my leg days because they're so freaking hard and I don't even do that many movements on leg days but that anyways that's besides the point if you feel my hate for leg days please let me know because it would be greatly appreciated back to what I was saying 45 minutes is just as if not more efficient than two hours there is no need to be spending two hours in the gym okay and if you start going to the gym two hours a day that's two hours of your time and you're going to be like, this is too much time at the gym. And then you're going to want to quit. So instead of doing that, let's take 45 minutes or even 30 minutes, depending on what your goals on and what you're really looking to do. Some people are really just going to the gym to move. They're not going there to train or do a super, you know, uh, structured routine. They're just going there for the movement of it, which I think is great. So just know that 45 minutes 55 to 55 minutes right around that range 
is a perfect amount of time to be at the gym and you won't feel depleted and exhausted afterwards. These all kind of tie together this whole section. You don't need a six-day split to be successful in the gym. If you don't want to know what a split is, a split is for strength training or weight training where you take different body parts or different muscle groups every day and you train those on various days. Some people put them together, like for example, I do back and buys together, as a lot of people do. Or some people do all push movements, meaning um, shoulders and chest. So some people group them into these different days and that's what creates their split. And I'm not saying having a six day split is bad, but when you're just starting out at the gym, committing to the gym for six days a week can be a lot. And the whole goal is that you want this to become a lifestyle. You want this to not just be a resolution that goes down the garbage. You want this to be something that you can stick with. And maybe six days is just going to feel so overwhelming and feel like way too much and you're going to want to quit pretty quickly. Four days is perfect. You can literally do push, pull, legs, and cardio or mobility. You could. There are so many ways I could do a four-day split or a five-day split. That would be perfect that I have used before last year. Um you know, because I was in school, I did a four-day split and it was perfect. And I moved in different ways like walking or doing yoga on the other days. And then I would have, you know, a rest day mixed in there. Make sure no matter how many days you are going to the gym that you are taking one day to rest. Rest is so important to the body and so important to growing muscles. And if you aren't resting, you're also not going to get the results you want. Your muscles need time, okay? They need time to rest. Your body needs time to rest. You need time to rest, so make sure you're taking your rest days. Okay, next one. Form and mobility over weight always. What do I mean by that? I mean if your form is so bad and you're getting injuries all the time and your back is hurting and you don't know why and you're always injured at the gym, that probably means you're going too heavy on your weights, whatever it may be. Whether it's deadlift, squat, you need to really look at your form or ask for help or look up videos, whatever it is you may be able to do to get help on your form if you are seriously getting injured or in pain all the time. So I would say first to ask or look at your form, take videos of yourself if need be, and then if your form is good, look at how much you're lifting, and if the weight is just too much, it is way better to lower the weight, have better form, and better muscle-to-mind connection than it is to go heavier on the weight and ego lift and hurt yourself a ton and then have an injury and set you back to square one. So this can be really difficult, of course. We always want to, uh, well, some, if we're weight training, want to be lifting heavier, you know, hitting new PRs. But really, it's not even about that. A one rep PR, unless you are a power lifter, is really going to do nothing for you. And mobility is working on, you know, how your joints are moving, getting yourself well warmed up before whatever you're doing, making sure your hips are loose, your back is in a good space, you're warm, you're good, and you're taking care of your body and how it moves in real life 
so that you can apply it to how it's going to move through fitness. This is super important and something I did not take seriously for years until I started having a ton of pain and couldn't lift as heavy as I wanted to and was realizing that my mobility was holding me back a ton and that I really needed to focus on that if I wanted to increase my weight and have pain-free sessions at the gym. And now I never skip my mobility and I'm super strict about it, especially on leg days because I have super, um, I have a touch of scoliosis and I have super tight hip flexors and I have been working on that for about a year and a half now and taking it very seriously and it has done wonders for me. Next one is the gym you go to does not define your progress or your gym abilities. So a lot of people, let's take Planet Fitness for instance. I make a ton of Planet Fitness friendly workouts on TikTok, shameless plug, I'm sorry, but I do because I feel like so many people shame people at Planet Fitness and make those awful videos they take of people with terrible form and yeah, they have bad form, but who cares? They're in a gym, get over it. And make those awful videos about how terrible Planet Fitness is and how they're going to set off the lunk alarm and all this stuff. We know exactly what I'm talking about. We've seen the videos. It's awful and I think it just puts this whole cloud of shame over an entire gym that is cheap and affordable for people to go to and almost always close to people's work so it can be very convenient for them and we're just gonna crap all over it just because it's a Planet Fitness and it's a very you know commercial gym that's just wrong so I'm here to shake the table a little bit and say that Planet Fitness is perfectly fine you can progress at Planet Fitness. I go to Planet Fitness frequently because it's a gym that my cousin goes to and we lift together a lot. Anna, if you're listening to this, I'm talking about you. And yeah, we go to Planet Fitness all the time. And the only thing that I would say that I dislike about Planet Fitness is that they just don't have free floating racks. Like they don't have, they only have Smith machines. They don't just have regular racks. But I mean, They have every other machine pretty much that you could think of and that you need and they have free weights and they have TRX. They have so many things and like I said, it's cheap, it's affordable and it's almost always local to people in their work or their home. You know, maybe some people need to walk to the gym so to put that shame over people is just terrible. So no matter what gym you go to, you can progress and it does not define how good you are in the gym. If you go to a Planet Fitness, that doesn't make you any less than the person that goes to the private gym next to you. That makes no sense. It's such a weird concept. At the end of the day, there are weights. They're everywhere. It doesn't define what makes you a better gym goer or a better person in the gym. Also, you don't need to look like the people you see on social media. You don't have to have the cutest new gym outfit. You don't need to have the name brand gym wear. Wear whatever makes you feel comfortable and confident Amazon has a ton of options and those are all over TikTok now and I think that's great because honestly I shop way more on Amazon for gym wear now than I do at Gymshark. I feel way more confident in the stuff from other brands in Amazon than I do in some of the name brand or some of the brands we notice the most. So wear whatever makes you comfortable. If that's a big sweatshirt and sweatpants, if it's you know shorts and a tank top or a sports bra whatever makes you feel comfortable at the gym and makes you feel confident and makes you feel good about yourself wear that don't care about anyone else 
and it's a big deal to wear a sports bra to the gym for the first time. It's monumental, should I say. I think it's such a freaking main character moment. I love it when I can see a new person come to the gym and I watch them evolve into this radiantly confident person and wear a sports bra or shorts to the gym for the first time. Monumental main character moment. I freaking love that. So if you guys do that for the first time ever and you feel confident enough to take a picture or post it somewhere or just send it to me privately, um, please tag me and let me know. That would be amazing because that is a main character moment. Yes, it is. Okay, my last one. Nobody knows how to use every machine at the gym. It's okay to take time to figure it out, set it up, and find a weight that's comfortable for you. If you feel like, oh my god, I'm taking so long to set up this machine at the gym and like three people want it. Who cares? You got there first. You're using it. Too bad, so sad. They're going to have to move on until you're done because that's how it works. We take our turns and we share. So I say this especially because I just joined a new gym recently where a lot of the equipment and machines were unfamiliar to me and I had to take a second to figure out the adjustments. I'm super short so this makes a lot of the machines I gotta like really alter them and then I have to make sure the placement of them is correct in in relation to my body to my arms to my little legs so take the time you need to set it up so you feel comfortable so that you're feeling it correctly if you have to look at the picture on the side of the machine the machine who cares I've done it countless amounts of time and then guess what I'm probably gonna move the weight around 18 times before I figure out what's comfortable for me at this gym because it might not be the same as the last gym I just went to relatively they're the same but machines and equipment work so differently gym to gym besides planet fitness which is kind of a plus because no matter where you are all the planet fitnesses pretty much have the same equipment so that's a plus anyways so it's okay to take your time to look at a machine to play around with it until you can figure out how to use it or to ask for help we have this machine at my gym that nobody knew how to use for like two weeks and finally someone asked for help on how to use it and a bunch of other people I was watching this happen were also watching how to set it up by one of the trainers at the gym um, and then they realized that something was wrong with it and that's why no one could use it so if that person never spoke up about that machine that he couldn't get to work and mind you this guy definitely has been going to the gym for years just by his appearance if he never spoke up and said hey I don't know how to use this machine or something's wrong this machine no one would have known and everyone would have just silently struggled or just avoided the machine in general so it's okay to speak up and it's okay to take your time and look around and evaluate how you're gonna use a new machine it's totally okay I hope you guys really liked this episode and I hope if you're gonna be new to the gym atmosphere this year that this gave you the little boost of confidence you needed you are are accepted and you take up your space in that gym don't let anyone take that away from you no one can take away your health and wellness and your fitness and it will trans transfer over to your your mental health and just mental well-being so I'm so proud of you if that's a new goal of you for this year and if you've been doing it for years keep killing it push a little harder this year you guys got this I just want to say I've been getting so much good feedback on this podcast, text, DMs, messages, the sweetest things ever. And just know I screenshot every single one and reread them because 
they make me so incredibly happy. So if you support or listen to this podcast at all or have sent me a message, just know thank you times a million. It makes my day every single time I see one. And I'm just so glad and happy that you guys are liking it because I'm absolutely loving making these episodes. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on things I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey. The biggest way you can help support me is to follow this podcast, review it um, with the stars, and also to share it to a friend or share it on your Instagram story and tag me. I would appreciate that so much. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will talk next week. Bye guys and happy new year.